Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to Hope for Your Heart. This is Pastor Calvin Corbett with Hickory Ridge Community Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. So glad that you're listening to the broadcast today. And just before we get started, I wanted to let you know of an exciting event that is happening this Saturday, October the 30th, 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m., right here at Hickory Ridge Community Church. We are having our annual Fall Festival. Now, this is kind of a highlight of our church every year. We literally have hundreds of people that come onto our campus, and I think we have seven or eight bounce houses. We'll have hay rides. We'll have a chili cooking contest. We'll have cakewalks, a whole lot of fun, exciting events happening. That's October the 30th, which is a Saturday from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Most of the events are free. Uh, We do charge a little bit for food, whatever you eat, but uh, we're going to have a great time, and I am looking forward to it. Uh, we have a cornhole tournament taking place. We'll have some special music taking place. And uh, I hope that you come. Uh, just hang out a couple hours with us on Saturday, October 30th, 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock for our annual Fall Festival. Well, today I'm so excited to have a guest with me today. And uh, we don't often have guests on this show, uh, but we are honored today to have a guest from Brightview. And Laura Dugan is with us today. And uh, she is the director for this wonderful outreach program. And so I've got her here with us. And uh, we are going to ask her some questions about her her ministry here called Brightview and uh, what it's all about. And so I want to give her a chance to share and uh, tell all about Brightview. Okay, this is kind of a new uh, program here in the city of Chesapeake. And so, uh, so Laura, tell us all about yourself, uh, maybe a little about your faith, your family, and your experiences. Oh, well, hello, and thank you for having me. Um, yes, I am actually from Virginia Beach. Um, grew up here, moved away for a little bit, and recently moved back. I have two children, um, a son, Matthew, and a daughter, Sarah. They're both grown. My daughter's a teacher, and my son works in IT. And I was raised Catholic, um, have a very strong Christian faith, and um, I am here to talk about my my role at Brightview, which is an addiction treatment center. Okay, very good. Well, tell us a little bit about Brightview, because uh, I'm sure that we have people that are in our listening audience uh, that could benefit from a recovery program. So tell us all about how this uh, this program got started, how you can be involved in it, and what the main purpose of Brightview is. Well, Brightview is an outpatient addiction treatment center in Chesapeake, Virginia, It was started in 2015. Um, One of the founders was an emergency room physician that noticed patients coming in and out of the hospital and not really receiving the care, a handoff, a warm handoff to somebody in the community that could help them stay out of the ER. So he started um, Brightview in Cincinnati, and the goal is to have a biopsychosocial approach to treating patients that means treating patients holistically and treating patients with dignity and respect, helping to remove the stigma and have them feel welcomed when they come to our centers. Okay, very good. Sounds like an exciting opportunity. Now, is this for men and women or is it just uh, a facility for men? It, this is for adults, men yeah. and women. We treat all types of addiction, alcohol, drugs, but not children at this time. Okay. So 18 or older, 18 and uh, will older. be involved in this. And so tell us a little bit about the history. You mentioned just briefly uh, the founder. Uh, tell us a little bit about the history. Have you got enough data to talk about the success rate 
um, of those who go through this program. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I'd like to share with you a little bit about the history of the opioid epidemic because it really is an epidemic. Just to share with you, overdoses kill more of us than breast cancer, guns, and car crashes combined. And yet we don't hear about it as much. At the same time, only one in 10 people who need addiction treatment get that help. It's the leading cause of accidental death in the United States. And um, to talk a little bit about the history of the opioid epidemic, it actually really started in three phases. Um, It started in 1991 when um, people were being prescribed opioids and opioid combination medications for pain. Mm -hmm. And people were starting to have trouble becoming addicted to that. It was used for probably 80% of patients that were prescribed that were non-cancer patients. So it became a problem. And then the second wave came in 2010 from heroin abuse because as the FDA started regulating the prescription opioids, people started looking at heroin, which was much cheaper and easier to get their hands on. In fact, between 2002 and 2013, overdoses increased by 286%. And 80% of people using heroin admitted that they misused prescription opioids. And then you go into the third wave, which began in 2013, and what we're seeing now is increased deaths due to fentanyl. Okay. So there is a lot of need out in the community, and we are here to help and support. Okay, so you mentioned a holistic approach to dealing with those who battle with addiction. So by that, do you use medications to treat their addiction? Uh, And along with that, do you do program, like a 12-step program that goes along with it. So tell us a little bit about the whole process of how it works from beginning to end, from uh, the time the person comes and knocks on your doors until you are able to release them and feel like they are able to contribute to society. Okay. Well, everybody's individualized. Everybody's treatment plan is individual. Um, We do have medication-assisted treatment for patients that want that. And what that can help with is to help remove the cravings of the drugs. Um, But more important to that and where the true healing comes is with the counseling Mm -hmm. um, to really help, you know, identify past trauma situations that people are in at this time. So we have both individual and group counseling. And um, so it's a really program dealing with the body, mind, and spirit. Very good. And what I like about this program, Laura is going to be teaming up with Indian Creek Correctional Center. Yep. And uh, I have been serving at Indian Creek for 20 years as their chaplain. And uh, many of you are in the Hampton Roads area. You may not even be aware of the fact that we have a facility right here in Chesapeake that has about 1,000 inmates. It is the largest therapeutic community in the country. And so when these men are released from Indian Creek Correctional Center, uh, they need a place to go sometimes to take that next step uh, kind of an intermediate step to go back into society. And so this program sounds like a, a tremendous opportunity for them. So let's talk a little bit about the, the success rate at, uh, at Brightview. Do you have a, a pretty high percentage of, of people that go through uh, that remain off a certain amount of time, remain drug-free for a certain amount of time? Yes, we, um, we do. We're very evidence-based and collect a lot of data. And some of the um, significant Um, areas is over the first 90 days in our program, 70% decrease in time spent in jail. Mm -hmm. Um, Within 90 days, 70% decrease in illicit substance use. There's 50% decrease in alcohol consumption. 
decrease in arrests, 50% decrease in unemployment within the first six months. Wow. So we do um, track all of this, and mm-hmm. the longer somebody is in the program, the more success yep. comes. Okay. Yep. So if a person is interested, do they have to commit to a certain amount of time in the program, or is it, uh, I know it's Taylor made but is there a minimal amount of time they have to commit to no no okay no not at all we're um one of the things that dr sean ryan had wanted to do when he started brightview was to remove the barriers Mm -hmm. as many barriers as we can and some of them um access is very easy you can walk into our clinic and be seen the same day if you're there by 10 o'clock okay we have somebody you can call and talk to 24 hours a day Mm -hmm. Um, somebody can go and schedule their appointment online and it's really, I mean, the patient retains the control okay. and works with the medical provider with the treatment plan. All right. Very good. Yeah. Now, is, is there a cost or is, do you accept insurance or how does that work? So we accept all insurances. Um, if somebody does not have insurance, we don't turn anybody away. Okay. Um, we have a sliding scale, um, but if somebody truly can't pay, we will still see them. We will help. We help patients apply for Medicaid if if they're eligible for that. So everybody's welcome. Excellent, excellent. Now, do people in the community help you with this uh, program? Is it something that you're looking for volunteers to help, or is this all driven by paid staff? Um, this is all our staff right now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Very good. Now, how did you personally get involved with uh, Brightview? Well, I, um, my history, I worked in hospice for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I mentioned I moved to Florida and I was thinking about, I missed Virginia yep. and was looking at different positions. And this one came up mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted to stay in a service oriented position. Yep. And the more I learned about Brightview, um, and the great work that everybody does, it's a wonderful organization. My my family in particular has not been touched directly with substance use disorder, but I have worked with um, two coworkers who both lost children. And to see the pain even, you know, years later that mm-hmm. they still feel, you know, if I can help make a difference mm-hmm. and help people get help. Wow, that's good. That's rewarding. Yeah. I, I feel the passion in your voice yeah. for this. And, uh, and it's great to see that we have something like this in Hampton Roads. And uh, this is a new opportunity. And how long have you been in, in the Chesapeake area? Um, so a little over two months. Okay. Yep. Um, we are based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So we have about 43 clinics in, in Ohio and Kentucky. Okay. And came to Virginia, and Chesapeake's our first location here. And happy to be here and excited to be here. All right. Well, let's share some of the contact information so that our our listeners, if they're interested, they can contact you and uh, get more information about Brightview. And uh, where where is it physically located? So we're in Chesapeake off Research Drive, which is kind of at the intersection of 64 and Battlefield. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you have a a website. Yeah. So they can refer to your website. Uh, and that's Brightview. Is it brightview.com? Brightviewhealth.com. Brightviewhealth.com. And uh, is there, do you know the phone number they can call? Yep. Um, and again, somebody is available to talk 24 hours a day. Okay. And the number is 833-510-4357. And it's 833-510-HELP, H-E-L-P. That's 4357. Okay, very good. 
So as we look at this whole opportunity that's placed before us, can somebody refer somebody to Brightview or do they have to personally, you know, make the contact with you? No, you can refer somebody else. You can refer somebody else. and absolutely. They, you would follow up with them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, very good. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the long-term goals of, of a person that goes through your program. And, uh, and, and as you know, the recidivism rate with prisons is astronomically high. And uh, I always kid around. I have one, I have one uh, chaplain assistant that I've hired three times. And he got out, came back in, got out, came back in, and uh, hired this guy three times. And, and finally, I told him, three strikes, you're out. And uh, I, I've told him, I'm not going to hire him anymore. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's kind of disappointing. Not all of the guys have that experience. But, uh, but drug addiction is such a difficult addiction to have that, that breakthrough. So how do you work in the long-term recovery for individuals that go through Brightview? Well, I think it's an understanding that addiction really is a primary chronic disease. Mm -hmm. Um, And people do have relapses from chronic disease, just like um, COPD, diabetes, heart disease. And so it's really keeping people, helping people to stay on the path of whether it's medication, continuing with the counseling. Um, We actually have done some studies. We have a new program right now. It's called Every Visit Counts which we educate patients on if you attend these many clinical sessions, group sessions, individual counseling, your success rate is high. If you miss just one, it goes down. So it's really doing a lot of education and helping people to understand that it's important to stay in the program Mm -hmm. until they get to a point where, you know, things are leveling out a little bit. Well, that's neat. Well, we have Laura Dugan with us today, Brightview, and we're excited about the opportunities that are right here in Chesapeake, Virginia. And I want to share that number with you again, just in case you need this service or you know of somebody who needs this service. This is a 24-7 referral line, and the number is 833-510-4357 or 510-HELP. And uh, you can call anytime to get the help that you need. They'll set up an appointment with you. Uh, they have locations not only here in Chesapeake, Virginia, but several locations. And I want to encourage you, if somebody that you love, somebody you care about, is struggling with addiction, and it seems like they just can't get traction, I wonder if you give, uh, give Laura a call, and uh, we'll get you in there and get you the help that you need, because there's an opportunity for you to be set free. And, uh, you know, everybody knows somebody that battles an addiction. And maybe you personally don't battle this addiction, but somebody you love is battling this addiction. Why don't you help them out and, uh, and refer them to Brightview? As we think about the opportunities that lie before us with this, this great program, uh, can you tell us a little bit about um, how the overall process works? So if somebody calls you, uh, do you do like an initial consult or how do you do like an initial evaluation and then come up with some kind of a, a treatment program? Uh, how does that kind of work as, as they go through the program? So um, it's really a two-day induction process, Mm -hmm. and on the very first day, uh, patients will see a medical provider. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they are going to use medications, they can get started on the first day. That can help them start feeling better to come back the second day. So they will see a medical provider, they will see the clinical staff, and they will also see the counselor, case manager. And they will come back the next day. And they'll say, you know, how are you feeling? Was the medication, did it seem to work? Was it not strong enough? Do we need to take it down a little bit? So to get somebody stabilized. 
Um, one other thing that I wanted to mention is that we also do case management. So, and that's more the second day, and that's where we'll help um, individuals if they have to get medical care, maybe set them up with a primary care doctor if they need help with housing, mm -hmm. if they need help with employment. Um, we can help them. A lot of patients sometimes are homeless, and they don't have a ID or birth certificate or Social Security card, so we can help them obtain those as well. All right. Very good. Very yeah. holistic approach. I like that. Yep. And uh, because oftentimes people that are battling addictions, uh, they have they have kind of burnt the, their bridges. And as a result, they need help getting jobs. They need help uh, in some cases getting their driver's license back and getting reinstated with the state. Uh, so great opportunities here uh, with Brightview. And so as we think about how we can be involved in this, um, when, when you think about the bigger picture of what is happening at, at Brightview, um, what is the number one cause of people getting addicted? Well, you know, it's it's really um, three things. Okay. It has to do with genetics. Mm -hmm. It has to do with environment. And it has to do with exposure. It's not a moral failure. Um, again, it's a chronic illness. And some people are more susceptible. If you look at kids, um, if you look at the percentage of kids that maybe try drugs mm -hmm. and the percentage that become addicted, it's fewer become addicted because they may be more genetically disposed to it. Mm -hmm. So it's really, there's no one thing. Um, certainly every, every patient is individualized. They may have things going on with their lives at the moment. Some of them may have suffered some trauma as a child. So it's really, you know, individualized trying to figure out what it is, you know, that can help each patient. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've noticed working with addicts all these years is that you can't shame them into doing the right thing. Right. Uh, because there's a, there's a pain that needs to be addressed. And instead of addressing it, they have anesthetized it, I guess you could say. And, uh, and as a result, they, they feel a temporary relief of that pain, but it's not long lasting. Right. And when the high comes off uh, and it takes more of a high and it almost becomes this vicious cycle that they go down. And uh, so if we can help them to break that cycle to define what exactly is, is causing this pain in your life and address that issue, uh, then I think we have a higher rate of, of, of success in helping overcome with, with that addiction. And I, I think that we look at, uh, we're body, soul, and spirit. I think we've got to look at uh, the physical aspects of it would be the body part of it. Uh, the, the personality part would be the spiritual aspect. I, I think some people are, are prone uh, to be more uh, allured to an addictive lifestyle. And, uh, and then, you know, the, the cravings that we have and all that we go through. Uh, so, and then the, the spiritual aspect also, I, I don't, do you do much with the spiritual aspect with Brightview? Absolutely. If it comes up in the counseling session, um, I think we, we're not faith-based company, okay. but um, certainly it comes up in our counseling and we encourage our patients to um, express mm -hmm. and um, explore their relationship with their faith. And we make outside, um, referrals as well. Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. And do you work with, uh, like AA and NA mm -hmm. and, uh, maybe celebrate recovery, which would be a faith-based 12 step recovery program? Yes, absolutely. All right. Very good. And I know that you are interested in, in being involved in prison work. And, uh, so how's that going to fit in with this, uh, with Brightview? I guess you're going to encourage the men as they are released from prison to be involved in Brightview and uh, so how does that all work as far as, you know, a lot of these guys are going to come out. They don't have transportation. They don't have uh, resources. Okay. 
so if you have a, an individual that sets up an appointment, um, how can we help them? Is that somewhere in the community could help maybe? Yeah, we, um, so I think it's really the first two weeks after somebody leaves prison that if somebody is more susceptible maybe to overdose or get back into a lifestyle. So we encourage, we, we can see them the day that they come out. Okay. Um, we can help with transportation for the first 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, after that point, if they have Medicaid, we can help them get that. Because transportation can be a big issue. Yeah. Um, help them get set up with transportation that way, or we'll help them explore other avenues. But um, the first step is coming through the door yep. and accepting the help, and we're here. Yeah, that's a big step right there, getting the help that you need. Because, uh, you know, pride gets in the way. And a lot of the guys, when they get out of prison, say, hey, I've done my time for the crime and uh, I'm ready to go. And they they get out there and, uh, you know, they have a relapse and then things are are undone that we've tried to teach them while they were incarcerated. And so this sounds like a great opportunity for them to kind of take that next step Mm -hmm. in their recovery. So very good. Um, As you think about this overall approach, um, how, how does a how do we measure success when we're dealing with recovery? I know you shared some of the rates, but how do you measure a person? Well, I guess another way of putting it, how do we know when a person is truly set free from his addiction? Well, you can be in recovery, but again, it's a chronic illness. Mm -hmm. So you don't cure it. You can treat it just like diabetes. You don't cure it. You treat it. But measuring success is somebody that's no longer using illicit drugs um, is able to have a job, have relationships with family, and, um, you know, have a productive lifestyle mm-hmm. and able to contribute. To I society. Guess, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give back and, and give back to society. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the ways I look at recovery, I look at a person who can help somebody with the same addiction that they have without being, you know, drawn back into that old that old lifestyle. And I think once a person gets to that point, we just, Hey man, we have, we have hit the point where you are able to not only remain in recovery, but help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think God created it, created us that way. You know, the old expression, no man is an island unto himself. And I think when you look at recovery, uh, we need each other to to make it through recovery. And uh, there is a, a, you know, I'm I'm a strong proponent of the spiritual component uh, that, uh, you know, man, if God's within you, the spirit of God is within you. uh, He gives you victory, uh, but he doesn't ask you to do it by yourself. And uh, that's where churches come in. That's where programs like this come in. And, uh, and it's a real blessing to the community and everybody wins. If a person can overcome their addiction. It's a win for everybody. It's a win for the family. It's a win for the community. Uh, it's a it's a win for the uh, uh, the whole culture when you think about it. So what you're doing is a great uh, great program. We're excited about it. And so I have Laura Dugan with me today uh, with Brightview, and uh, just sharing with you something about this program and how you can uh, be part of this program. If somebody that you know, somebody that you love, uh, needs some help, listen. There's no sh- shame in reaching out for help. And uh, every once in a while, we all need help. That's why we have doctors, and uh, that's why we have these programs to help us out. And uh, so I want to encourage you to take advantage of this opportunity right here in Chesapeake, Virginia. If you have any questions, you're welcome to go to their website, and uh, you're welcome to call the referral line. Again, that number is 833-510-4357. And uh, Lord, be happy to talk with you, get everything set up for you to be involved in this, uh, in this great program. So what else can you say about Brightwell in the the remaining minutes that we have on the broadcast? 
Um, well, one of the other things I wanted to share with about Brightview is that, again, I think I mentioned that we do individual counseling, but another part of our therapy is group counseling. And that helps individuals um, to maybe learn appropriate social skills while providing supports to each other, mm -hmm. like you were mentioning. Yeah. So that's a big piece of what we do as well. Um, and we are here to help and support anybody in the community. Um, like Chaplin said, please give us a call. We will get you in to be seen. Um, the very first day you'll see a medical provider and we won't turn anybody away. All right, what a great program. Thank you so much, Laura, for sharing with us today. Uh, we're excited about uh, this opportunity and uh, we're gonna pray. I'm gonna pray right now, if you don't mind, closing off our broadcast with a word of prayer. And so Lord, I just lift up bright beauty to you today. I thank you for Laura and this is a passion that she has in helping men and women overcome their addiction. And we pray that we can be involved as, as we help them and as we support them. Lord, I pray there's a prayer of blessing upon this program. We're so glad uh, it's brand new, the Chesapeake. We welcome them to our city. We pray that they do well. We pray that you will send just the right people uh, to this program. We pray that you send just the right staff uh, so that we can be a community that has victory over addiction. So, Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to spend some time today with Laura. I pray a prayer of blessing upon her as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to the broadcast today. What a blessing it is to have Laura with us. And uh, I remind you, in the closing seconds, we're having our fall festival this Saturday, 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock at uh, Hickory Ridge Community Church, 3320 Battlefield Boulevard South. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Hickory Ridge Community Church is located at 3220 South Battlefield Boulevard, Chesapeake, Virginia. Sunday service times are at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We would love for you to join us. For more information, you go to our website at www.hrcc7.org. No matter what you're going through, remember, in Jesus Christ, there is always hope for your heart.